Did you know that sometimes when you go to your speech pathology office, you might be asked if your child is a picky eater or that they might have some problems with their chewing and that they could get therapy there? I was pretty shocked when I was asked that. Join us as we discuss what an SLP can help with, with picky eating and the chewing. Welcome to my Spectrum Live podcast. My name is Jessica. I'm an autism mom. With me is my good friend, Kelsey. Hello, Jess. Hey, Kelsey. Hello. Uh, my name is Kelsey. I'm a SPUD teacher. And with us, we actually welcome back Hillary. Um, and she was with us last week on our podcast. And again, yes. we are welcoming her back and um, welcome, Hillary. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. How are y'all doing? Pretty doing good. good. So one of the interesting things, like I said in the beginning, was that I got asked about whether my son was a picky eater and how if he had any problems chewing when I went to speech for one of the first times. And I was like, you offer, wait, what, chewing, huh? Um, talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. Um, one of the few unknown areas of speech pathology is um actually chewing and it goes under feeding therapy mm -hmm. um but like we work with children and adults uh birth to old age mm -hmm. some of them have acquired eating problems like after a stroke there's some facial weakness and okay. sometimes we have clients that we work with in that way and then we have uh with our baby babies some of them need uh, different feeding devices either due to a cleft palate or a raised cleft sometimes there's different misshapen things. Sometimes they just mm -hmm. need an alternate form of feeding. Right. And then we also work with students who have uh, sensory aversions to food, which that usually falls in the picky eater category. Yes. That, that would, that's my son in a nutshell right there. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, we were talking the other night about certain foods and um, macaroni and cheese is his, that's his jam. I got him a shirt for Christmas that said that's a craft macaroni cheese shirt. <laughs> this favorite thing, I think, besides his lab coat. Um, so what all can you do or how do you figure out the diagnosis of if there's an issue with the actual mechanics of chewing? Because that was one of the things they pointed out to me about Curtis's mechanics of chewing and how that was a problem. Right. So there's really only one correct form of chewing and it's, it's a rotary movement. So you move your jaw actually almost in a circle um, okay. to grind the food, to form it into uh, like a water. We call it like a bolus in your mouth before you swallow. Right. Now, if you're doing that in a straight up and down, like how some people think you chew, you just would chew up and down like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but what that would actually do would be just chew up your food, but then you're not in control of where the food is in your mouth and it can cause uh, some swallowing problems along with just the chewing issues. And it takes a lot longer to chew up the food in your mouth too, because it's mm -hmm. not as much of a coordinated effort to manage that food. Okay. That makes sense. Because one time they told me um, in his diagnostic paperwork, they were saying something about he was only chewing on the level of an 18 month old. Mm -hmm. And that's like, you know, if you think about that, like in like a, a young child's life, that's when we start to experiment with different foods. And mm -hmm. so they're learning how to use their mouths correctly, basically. Yeah. Which, which uh, that makes sense too, because there were times that I noticed that my son would 
uh, you know, at the table, he'd be chewing and, you know, you're constantly, you're mm -hmm. constantly after your kids to, about chew with your mouth closed, please chew mm -hmm. with your mouth closed, um, that kind of stuff. But I would notice too, then occasionally he would do that. He would chew something up and then he would do this thing with his head. And mm -hmm. it, it scared me because right. I was afraid that he would, he would choke. Mm -hmm. Um, so that would be, that's part of that not knowing where the, yeah. That, so naturally what we do when, when we swallow is we make, we make that bolus of food and mm -hmm. our tongues push it to the back of our throat to be swallowed. Now, mm -hmm. if you have a disorganized chew, if there's food all over your mouth, you have to do something to get it back. So that would be my guess of what he was doing. He, his right. body knew what needed to happen, but mm -hmm. he just had to figure out how to get it there basically. Right. Right. Yeah, and then we've we've had a lot of um, we're actually going through another program, um, picky eating program. So, what does a picky eating program look like? Well, that can be different depending on like who's who's doing it and what they're using. But mm -hmm. um, I can only speak for my like younger students that I've worked with. For us, right. it's lots of exposure to other foods, and really, what mm -hmm. we rely on to decide where to start is we'll have the parents do like a food inventory, like mm -hmm. what things does your child eat? And so I can go through and say, okay, he really likes crunchy things. So I could probably get him to eat corn. And so mm -hmm. corn might be one of the first things that I would try to introduce to that child okay. because it has a similar uh, crunchy texture. It gives like that auditory feedback of being crunched mm -hmm. in their mouth and that type of thing, because food, you know, despite we don't think about it very much, is like a, a full body sensory experience, you right. know, like you hear it, you taste it, you smell it, you feel it. Like there's all kinds of, there's all mm -hmm. types of feedback that goes into eating. So, so how do you know when someone really doesn't like it? Because, you know, sometimes pe kids are picky eaters because they really don't like the taste of it versus sensory. How do you help that and make sure that they don't really turn away from food in general? How, right. Where's your cutoff um, line? Sensory, I've no I have just noticed is more of, more of a pattern. Um, mm -hmm. Some kids just don't like, mushy foods like I like I've had right. students who actually aren't autistic they have a CP and they might not have as much coordinated control right. of certain foods in their mouth and so they prefer crunchy foods because it's actually easier for them to manage that bolus than it okay. is when the food is softer mm -hmm. so it just you know patterns. I look for patterns of different patterns. types of food that's pretty cool okay so that parents can look for patterns in some sense too as right mm -hmm. to help that uh, speech pathologist help you and things like that to like better fill out that inventory. I'm Maybe. sorry. I don't think I heard what you said. <laughs> um, these parents, parents can look for patterns as well. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and typically I feel like there are some standardized measures that people can give parents where you can like score it and say, okay, mm -hmm. with break food into these categories that you could say, okay, this child prefers this type of food. And there are even some patterns you can look for in flavors. Like some kids prefer really, really salty foods. Like they're going to want things like mm -hmm. chips, crackers. Like it doesn't just right. have to be a texture pattern that you're looking for, but also like a flavor pattern. Like I've had students who really just want spicy things. It gives them a lot of feedback. Okay. So Takis. That's where talkies it's at. all day. I have students like <laughs> talkies all day. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. Then it's, then it's my son. It's macaroni and cheese all day. <laughs> So we are all different when it comes to what we like. And um, that's just one of the parts, the good parts about us being unique, right? Mm -hmm. So we want to know from you, have you noticed any of these patterns we're talking about in your loved one's behavior, whether they're autistic or not? And do you know whether or not you might 
benefit from food or chewing therapy. Uh, send us an email at info at myspectrumlife.com or you can Facebook us or Instagram us at myspectrumlife or you can send us a tweet at myspectrumlife with the number one. And as always, remember, with a lot of faith, love, and tons of fidget toys, we'll make it. See you next time.